Welcome to Asking for a Friend, a Park Springs podcast. I'm Taylor, and each week I'll sit down with a godly mentor figure in my life and ask questions with the hope of receiving practical and biblical advice on the hard-to-navigate areas of daily life. Thank you for joining. What's up, everybody? Woo! Hey there. Back in the podcast studio, and I'm here with Jared again. Hello, Jared. Hey, Taylor. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for... Asking me back on the show. Yes. Um, Jared, let's let our audience get to know you just a little bit better. Okay. Um, how long have you been in ministry and what has that looked like? Oh, man. Um, well, I first uh, began to work in a local church when I was 20. Um, so sneaking up on 12 years. So I'm about to be 32 uh, so yeah, I was in college and started as an intern for the youth ministry at the church I was attending, but I've uh, pretty much, other than one little couple of month gap after after I finished my undergrad, I've been working in ministry that whole time. That's awesome. He, he's got the experience, y'all. He's a credible source. I am. Let it be known. More than credible. I'm incredible. Whoa. All right. So today's episode, we might lose our following today, our <laughs> all three the, followers. All of our hard work that we've gained <laughs> yeah. from episode one. Yes. Uh, today we're going to talk about money and giving. Mm. Everybody loves to talk about that. It's yep. going to be a crowd pleaser. Yeah. The church is all about that money. Everyone knows. Um, That's what people say. Yeah. I've heard that. Um, Where'd you hear that? I don't know. The streets? Yeah. Lots of time on it. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So... Let's just start basic. Um, we've all heard the word tithing. Um, we know that that's a churchy word and it has to do with money. And those are probably the Sundays we might not want to go, maybe. Yeah, we usually don't announce those Sundays in advance. Yeah, yeah. attendance will be low. But uh, what is tithing? Well, so tithing is um, a, a word you get more in the Old Testament. So it was kind of God's command to Israel. Um, that whenever they produce something, so it wasn't necessarily like dollar bills like we have, but um, mm. um, that you were to give a tenth of what you had back to the Lord. So a lot of times that actually looked legitimately like food. You know, you would bring things to uh, to the temple. It was the way the the priest for the Israelites, like the, since they weren't farming and stuff, that's one of the ways they, you know, ate food. And so tithe literally means a tenth. So one tenth of whatever you produced um, was to go back to the Lord. So that's uh, one of those uh, things. People use the term a lot, but that kind of, it, go, it goes back to more of the Old Testament. Hmm. Um, so are we called to tithe or give now? Is that something that we're obligated to do as Christians? You know? Yeah. So, so where you kind of get some people with some difference of opinions is kind of the idea of like that that's just Old Testament law. So there are things within the Old Testament law that we don't adhere to, like we don't have dietary restrictions. So that's, you know, some of the things, uh, which gets into a bigger question of why, why some aspects of the law we still hold to and why some we don't. That 
could be a whole nother podcast. Uh, essentially, though, <laughs> you if if something is repeated in the New Testament as something that is both good for you or that God commands, we should still take it pretty seriously. And so um, giving monetarily is still talked about a lot in the New Testament. Um, and so some people have still held on to, you know, kind of as, as a guideline, like, okay, giving is talked about in the New Testament as being a good thing. The Old Testament has this tithe component, this one-tenth. And that's, I would say, a lot of people still hold to that as far as, um, as choosing uh, how much. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people just straight off the top give a, a tenth of their finances. And so that's where that comes from. I, I personally think that's a really great place to start. Um, I think a percentage makes sense Mm -hmm. as you're just, you know, so it's less kind of arbitrary as to um, how you're feeling that day. Mm -hmm. And it's more, (laughs) I think it'll lend itself to some consistency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be disciplined about it. Yeah. And so, yes, the Bible does tell us we should give our money. Mm. So both Old and New Testament, it's kind of all over it. Yeah. Yeah. so going off that, does that apply to college students or is there a little clause or a little parable in the Bible that says, except for the college students, yeah. you know, they're broke you, right now. <laughs> if, you really, uh, if you really dig into the Greek, yeah. The, yeah, it says college students somewhere. If you squint. and uh, Yeah, so I think, it's, uh, I think it's for all of us, just like the other commandments of Scripture. Um, I think it's pretty typical that we... I don't know, we kind of like forget God's unknowingness and we kind of think like, well, if he had known about my circumstance. Mm. <laughs> and so I do think it is, you know, I, I would say, I would say it like this, if you are earning an income, it would be my encouragement as a pastor for you to give a portion of that income, mm-hmm. which I know is tough. Um, I worked two jobs through most of college and still felt like I had nothing. Um, so it felt, it always felt hard to give a percentage of nothing, um, mm-hmm. when you don't have anything or when you are getting more and more in debt, <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you're in the, the loan <laughs> scenario, it's like, I'm actually Maybe in the, the negative to me yeah, because my student loans, <laughs> but what that should cause you to do is, you know, ask, ask like, why, why is it in the Bible? Like, why, mm. why does God talk about money? Why, um, does God ask us to give? I think is is where you should. I, I I think you should drill down on on the root of what's behind, um, kind of our relationship with money. Like what's what's going on mm-hmm. with that. Um, so I think that's kind of the bigger question. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's good because money can be an idol for so many people, and something that we can measure our success. And we've worked really hard for this, and this is mine. This is what I've earned. Yeah. And now I have to give it to the church. Yeah. That's crazy. Why, you know, and I think yeah. it's easy to fall into that. We're just a bunch of money grubbers. Yeah. It's just like, well, why do I have dollars. to, it's not about the money. It's about my relationship with God. So why do I have yeah. to give to the church? And I think that falling into that can be really easy. And especially when it's affirmed by other, even people that would say they're believers. It's like, oh, it's not about the money. You don't have to tithe. Yeah. You don't have to give. Yeah. And it is, so it is one of those things like kind of as I've, weighed it and thought about it and read scriptures and different books and heard different people's perspectives. Um, To me, you know, so me saying I follow Jesus, one of those things is like that I am working really hard to put all of my trust, all of my hope 
Jesus. And I would say definitely our culture, um, but probably other places as well. I would say the number one thing we are going to be tempted to put our trust in above and beyond Jesus is going to be our own financial security. Mm -hmm. And so when I talk to people about giving or even if when I teach it in our church or whatever it is, um, it has little to nothing to do with, you know, me trying to get a paycheck. Um, <laughs> because I, I, you know, I think everything is God's and he's going to provide in the way he, he does. Um, when, and even when the Bible talks about money, it's, it's not really, um, it's always an almost reflection of people's hearts. So how we use this tool, how we think about our finances is a reflection of what is in us. Um, so it's, way less about, you know, that the church trying to is trying to get something and it's way more about our our heart and relationship to God. And yeah, and so, you know, so there are some really well-known New Testament passages. Matthew 6 talks about it a lot. Um nobody can serve two masters, you'll hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. And then it makes a statement, you can't serve both God and money. Um straight same, up. Straight up. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you have to choose one. Um, you know, Matthew six twenty one says where your treasure is there, your heart will be also. So it kind of reveals what is most important to us. Um, so there, there's all of that within the new Testament, you know, and also, you know, the command, um, to, to keep your life free from the love of money. Cause the love of money is the source of all sorts of evils. So it's not money itself, but it's, you know, kind of how we utilize it can, mm-hmm. uh, lead us into some pretty negative places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, just a reflection of the heart. You know, it's not about the monetary value. It's about where your heart is mm-hmm. when we're called to give, to contribute to God's plans. So Yeah, which is, that's also interesting. You know, if you, you know, one of the ways I think about it is that, um, so God could accomplish his purposes any way he wants to. So, you know, we're called to, you know, take the Bible places, you know, we're called to do these different things. And so God could resource that however he wants. Like, I don't think God um, lacks anything, you know, snap, could snap his fingers and every missions project, every church, all of those things could be fully funded. But the way God has chosen to do that is through the giving of his people. Mm-hmm. And so on like the larger scale, not even the individual scale for churches or the church kind of big C is... Um, you know, the financial situation is kind of a a bigger picture of where people's hearts are for the church. Like if the church is struggling financially, you know, you do want to look into best practices and and make sure, you know, that money is not being squandered, but it might also just really reveal uh, the spiritual state of the people going to that church. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it has a a really um, powerful way to kind of show how we're doing in our, in our spiritual walk with the Lord is how we use our money. Yeah. And, um, I think for a second we could talk about this cause I didn't know until I started working at a church, but, um, that tithing money, what happens with that? So, like what has the church utilized that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause that's not something I was ever informed about. So. Yeah. Well, di- different churches are probably gonna have different processes they go through. So our specific to our church, um, I mean, we have an operating budget, you know, we are an organization, we have, 
a building. We have staff. Um, there are things that take place. All, all, our budget is voted on by our congregation. Mm -hmm. So that's part of like our membership process. Like we present a budget each year that has, you know, all the different things allocated for the year. And so it's, we try to be pretty transparent with that. And so it does, you know, it goes to things to, to kind of keep the church running. So, you know, staff wages, um, you know, so that we can continue to do our jobs um, with excellence, um, keeps the lights on at the church. And then, <laughs> you know, uh, most of the time uh, funds individual ministry. So, you know, if, um, you know, we have kids in our church every week, so, you know, we buy snacks and curriculum and cleaning supplies and, mm -hmm. you know, all, all those, I mean, there's so many different things it goes to. And then also our, our church, um, I, I would have to check specifically, but close to 10% of, of our operating budget goes to missionaries. Mm -hmm. So it goes to furthering the gospel overseas. Um, you know, I, I have a salary here. Part of my role is to reach out to college students. So it, you know, goes to reaching out to college students, you know, and so there's different ways to look at how the church uses that money. And that's something we try to be um, really transparent with and also kind of always evaluating, like mm -hmm. we want to be. Uh, so the other big church word you hear in regards to money is stewardship. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be good stewards. And it is the idea you know, it is very easy to s slip into like, oh, I've worked really hard. This is mine. Mm -hmm. And really the biblical idea is uh, none of it is ours. Everything is God's. And all that we have is what God has entrusted to us. And so if God has entrusted me with an amount of finances, like I want to um, be faithful and be godly in how I use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really, it's really good to think of tithing or giving as contributing to what God is doing at that church. Yeah. You know, like you are taking part financially in the kids ministry, the youth ministry, the college ministry, every age group, you get to contribute to that. So I think that's a really cool and fun way to think about it. Not yeah. just like, oh, I'm paying that Jared salary, that Jared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. My extravagant lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jared's got new shoes now. There's my <laughs> But it's not like that. I told it's... you my old ones were falling apart. <laughs> it's just like you get to participate in every area of ministry um and pray over that and just be part of that and I think that's really cool. Yeah, you know, we are supposed to belong to each other within the church and that's one of the ways we do that is kind of pooling resources and we do it gives the church option, like, you know, at times there's, you know, a member of the church that has a significant financial need and, and the church gets to help out with that. And so you also get to participate in helping, you know, uh, the other people you're in the same body with. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, there's a, a lot of, it, in, in a lot of ways, it's a, an investment. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and, you know, Jesus talked about that as well. He's, he says, you know, don't store up for yourself treasures here on earth that are going to rust and get destroyed, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven. And not, you know, I don't, I don't want to sneak into like, oh, if you give money to the church, it's just credited to your account in heaven. But it is this idea of, um, you know, just what, we, what we're valuing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the ways we can orient our lives towards valuing the things God values is to not hold too tightly to money, to not mm -hmm. um, let that be kind of what consumes our priorities. Yeah. Yeah. And money is something that so easily strays into the idolatrous and self-serving, um, which kind of goes to the next question I have, which is um, a lot of people 
my age or even in the next couple of life stages just they're trying to make a savings goal they're trying to reach that savings goal saving money is a good thing i'm being disciplined i'm not spending uh so do i still have to tithe like is that something that is necessary so like (laughs) the question is like you're just trying to be smart financially like yeah you're not necessarily like going and blowing your money on stupid stuff yeah it's like oh i'm honoring god by not um by not blowing my money recklessly. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's that's biblical. That's a good thing. Yeah. So I'm saving my money. I'm saving for my future. So tithing doesn't really fit into that. Is that wrong? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Yeah, did you have any other questions? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, because it's still, it's, it's, it's prioritizing your own security and not trusting in the Lord. Mm-hmm. So once again, that tithing idea, it goes back to, it says, you, you know, you're supposed to bring it first to the Lord. Uh, so Proverbs um, 3 talks about it. Um, it's like honor the Lord with the first fruits of your crops. Um, and also, you know, it's it's not a statement about money, but Jesus says it like this too. He says, seek first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And so I, I know for me, it's um, you know, money is one of those things. It's like, okay, if I'm going to try to pay all my bills and do all the things I want to do, and then with whatever is left, I'm going to give it (laughs) to the church or I'm going to tithe. The last little bit at the bottom. Yeah. Um, So when that happens, there's nothing left. But (laughs) I have found like if like check goes into my bank and now everything's so automated. Like I used to actually have to still write a check when I got started (laughs) as a youngin. That would have been very hard. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so now my paycheck gets direct deposited into my account and all of most of my bills are on auto pay, but um, I go on and I give through the church website. That's what I do, which once again, that to me is a reflection that it's about my heart because if you think about my paycheck, it comes from tithe and then I tithe of those tithes that eventually kind of comes back. It's like a revolving door in Jared's yeah, bank account. And, and so it's not, it's, it's less, it's more about my heart that mm-hmm. I'm establishing that first priority that first and foremost, I'm going to give back to the Lord mm-hmm. because it helps protect my heart from greed. Um, it helped, it does help further the work of the ministry. It's a, it's a way that I establish my priorities. And then after that comes, you know, bills, going into savings, Taking Emily out on a date, you know, those things. New coffee shop in town. Got to check it out. Got to gotta check it out, you know, to keep the local economy running. Yeah. And yeah. so I would say, yeah, ha- have good goals. Uh, mm-hmm. Put put Jesus first. Yeah. 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 Um, that's good. Um, do you have any concrete advice? Because I think this could be helpful for some of my friends. Again, this is for my friends. Yeah. Um, just about ways to be wise with your money. Um, So not like, oh, Jared, the financial advisor, but just Mm. like little steps you can take, um, you know, if somebody recognizes in their life they're not honoring God with their money. They don't have money. They're not finding money to tithe. And that's something they maybe want to do, but Target exists and so does Amazon. Mm. And I've been tithing to them lately. And the good thing about that is I get stuff back. (laughs) Again, this is for my friends, not me, but... What would you say? Yeah, so practical, (laughs) turn off one-click buying from Amazon. Oh, yeah. That is a slippery slope. (laughs) Make it where you have to check yes like four times. Make it where your account automatically signs out so that you have to log in every... Yeah, maybe delete that app. Mm. (laughs) Um, So I I would say, and it's more just kind of generic advice, is 
in general, we should always try to live beneath our means. Mm. And so I, w- I would say ideally it's not wise to be spending everything that comes in. I would say it's not wise and it, and it could lead towards down a path that's, that's not as godly. And so I do think what we want to, what you want to do is try to live with some margin. So like, so like putting things in savings versus spending them. That's a, that's a good move. Uh, Because also if you are spending every penny you earn, um, it will lead, you won't have any leeway for generosity. And so I I would say like, try to um, spend less than you earn and, so that you are creating good habits, you are being responsible. You know, the Bible talks. If man, if you just read the book of Proverbs, there's a lot of advice about money and you know not borrowing and not being lazy. And if you don't work, then you shouldn't eat. You know, <laughs> um, and so it does has a, a lot of very good practical advice. And so I would say, you know, right now, if like money comes in, it just disappears. Man, uh, you know. Go talk to a financial advisor. You don't have to be an old rich person to utilize those tools. Um, I like personally, I like budgeting apps um, because also it gives me the categories. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, I did spend a lot of money at coffee shops in February. You know, it kind of breaks it down like this is how shopping is almost always the Amazon category and then coffee or fast food or restaurants. And it is very revealing. And so, yeah, that's kind of the first step in most financial practices is actually track what you're spending on. Yeah. So if you have no idea, it's going to be really hard to to be disciplined in that regard. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, um, yeah, start tracking where your money's actually going and then also work really hard to um, spend less than you earn. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, you know, just culturally, you know, I mean, the iPhone messed a lot of people up that every time something new comes out, you want to upgrade. Um, so that I would say electronics and having the next and best is something I've seen get a lot of people in trouble. I think clothing um, too. Trends being trendy, expensive yeah. clothes and shoes. I've never struggled with that. Oh, I'm really? not very trendy. Um, but yeah, any, any of, of those things, any of those things... Um, Getting yourself into um, a, um, a foolish car payment is a bad move. Because I, I feel like a lot of those type of lifestyle expenditures, it, it does reveal something. You know, either maybe we're seeking approval or, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to live up to Instagram or whatever it might be. Instagram, bad for saving money. Bad for saving money. Uh, so delete Amazon, delete, delete Instagram. Instagram. Seriously. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of goes back to, you got to evaluate your, your motivations. Like why, why are you purchasing things? What, what are you saying no to? Because you're saying yes to these purchases. Mm. Um, like all of those types of decisions have consequences. So we want to weigh those and be intentional with, that aspect of our life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're almost out of time. So I think it would be helpful to just share like why we decided to talk about this. Uh, this is something that, uh, I approached Jared and his wife, Emily about, um, I would say a year or a year and a half ago. And I was just asking like, Hey, haha, do I have to tithe? Is that like a thing that needs to happen? And, um, in a loving, but firm way, they said, yes, this is something that God calls us to do. And we know you have an income, so there's no reason that you shouldn't be. And they weren't saying it in a way that made me feel convicted or like a bad person for not doing it. 
but um, they basically just told me everything we've said in this podcast and let me decide for myself. So I think that hopefully this is an encouragement to people and it's just building that desire. Like I want to make this a priority and I want to take part in the work God is doing in a direct way, like giving part of my income that I earn by working hard, um, giving that to my local church. I think that that's good stuff. So since that conversation and you making the choice to start making that a part of your life, like, would you, have you seen an effect spiritually in your own heart? Yeah, I think that it, it has made me less, I have a tendency to cling to money. I just want to beef up my savings account and I want to have that to fall back on. And just that going back to that comfort and security of having that in money and tithing has really helped um, I guess just help my heart loosen that firm grip on I need this um, and just remembering like it's all God's anyway that's something that I think about all the time if I'm ever getting greedy about it or like oh why do I tithe that much that's that's so that's mine give it back you know I don't find myself thinking that way because it's all God's and um, I tithe with a joyful heart and I love seeing the things that we can have at church because of money that people you know they give out of the, you know, generosity of their heart. It's cool seeing cool things at church. You know, yeah. we have a nice building and we don't have to like meet in a tent in a parking lot. You know, it's, it's nice seeing that. So I love that about, you know, it's, it's a, it's a concrete way to really make yourself get involved at church. I don't know. It's no. something I really think about a lot. So I wanted to talk about yeah. it, bring encouragement about it. Yeah. I know. And Sometimes there's like kind of some hesitancy about talking about it because definitely, you know, we've we've all seen the pastors, you know, driving crazy cars or having mansions and, and that <laughs> gives some, you've seen my house. <laughs> um, He's talking about his house, guys. Yeah, yeah, my 1,400 square foot mansion. <laughs> it's a lovely home. Mm, um, it is. And, and so there can be some hesitancy, but I, I really see the prevalence that uh, even Jesus, but just all of the New Testament's talked about finances. Um, this isn't about um, our church or, or pastors getting rich. Um, mm. It is really a big marker in each person's individual spiritual maturity is, is what they do with their finances. And so that's why we shouldn't shy away from it because it, it does reveal a whole lot about our hearts. And so it will have a big effect on how we're walking with Jesus. Um, and so I would, I would leave it with, I think a, a good, um, statement from the new Testament. So it's not the necessarily the tithe and the commandment sense, but second Corinthians nine, seven says that each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So, which might give some of you an out, like, well, I don't feel like it, so I'm not going to. <laughs> and that's a real possibility. Um, so I just ask you the question, like, why? Why don't you feel like it? You yeah. know, and because it does, it is revealing something about your heart. Mic drop right there. Done. That's it. Delete Instagram, budgeting app, make it a priority. Too long didn't read, too long didn't listen. That's the takeaway. Okay. So yeah, um, <laughs> ask, ask, ask somebody if you struggle with finances, let invite somebody else into that conversation Let them, uh, have some input into your life. Yeah. Um, and you're not alone. Everyone struggles. With oh that. yeah. I, honestly, that I, I do not feel like that's been a, a strong point in my life. Um, me and Emily are still working at trying to, um, 
be really consistent with the budget and be very intentional and to think through how we're using our finances. It's something I definitely want to continue to grow at in this decade of my life in the thirties to forties range. I hope to dial in my just financial discipline and, and my, my stewardship really well. So I would, you know, if it's helpful, uh, I would say one more thing. So one of the things personally, so this, this is what our family does. Um, we give 10% of what we earn to That's the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on top of that, we've made some decisions to give um, to organizations and missionaries. And so kind of how, that's how I make my own decision. Like 10% goes to the church, but I want to be above and beyond generous. And so we, we, we give monthly to three other organizations on top of just our tithe. And that's one of the things, you know, I hope as we get older and we've had a longer work history, as we've uh, accumulated more to me, it'll be more fun to be, to, to be able to grow that number of what we give to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also just, you know, knowing a bunch of people God has called as missionaries, you know, anytime one of our friends feels that call to go, we, we feel that urge to um, be supportive and, and help people. And, and so 10% to me is kind of the starting point. And hopefully I, I know my goal is to grow from there. Hmm. That's good. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the flippity I'll get we'll see good you at next it one time. day. Yeah, it's good. Bye. Thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please email us at askingforafriend@psbible.com. If you're interested in learning more about our church, visit psbible.com. Bye.